Hello, my name is Alex Hastings. Welcome to my show, Diary of a Trans Man. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and any other place you like to listen to your podcasts. For more information about this show, you can check out my Instagram at diaryoftm.podcast or a Facebook page of the same name. So it's been a bit of a uh, while since I have recorded a podcast episode. Um, I'm calling this the start of season two of Diary of a Trans Man. So the long wait period was really due to the fact that I was moving from New York down to Alabama, courtesy of the Army. So all of my computers and microphones and all the equipment was packed up in boxes where I couldn't get to it. So I kind of took some notes over the last few uh, months since I posted an episode so that I have a full list of topics to talk about today as sort of a start to this new season. So one of the biggest highlights uh, that I got to do this last couple months is speak at the 2019 Out and Equal conference that was held in D.C. Uh, Fortunately, it was right near my parents' house, so I just did a day trip uh, to drop off my dog with my parents and went and spoke with this conference and then went back up to New York to pack and get the rest of my stuff before I moved fully down to Alabama. This was the first time I had ever spoken publicly about being transgender to any group of people, and I was nervous but also excited because I like to talk. I like to share my stories. Um, I'm, I do this so that other people might, that are going through the same thing, take something away from it and uh, be able to use it in their own lives. But still, public speaking, not the biggest fan of of doing that kind of stuff. But it's cool because I wasn't alone. There was three other trans gentlemen on the panel with me. And then our host, uh, panel moderator, was non-binary. So I got to meet new people and we just talked about transitioning in the workplace and how that affects your job, how that affects your life, kind of um, maintaining that balance of professionalism between you and your coworkers while going through this process. And so I brought the unique experience of transitioning in the military, which is a profession, but it's a little bit different than transitioning at a company such as Dell, which one of the other guys, uh, Sam Slate, was from. And the biggest thing I learned in transitioning through military is you can't hide, uh, especially when you're going through the transition, uh, because especially as a leader in an organization, everybody is kind of watching you, so you don't have the option of being stealth. And that was one of the the topics we had brought up was was going stealth in the workplace, uh, being able to do everything secretly. And like I said, my, my battalion has about 600 people in it, and I was on the staff. So very difficult to hide, um, and that's kind of 
Not that I wanted to hide, but I am an introverted person. And sometimes it's just easier for me to just exist, you know, do my, do my stuff without everybody's business, uh, my business becoming everybody else's business. But I had a great time. We spoke to about uh, 60 to 80 people, I think, from the size of the room. The conference went well, and and our moderator believes that we'll be invited back next year to do the same thing in Las Vegas. So I definitely would love to to re redo this experience and continue to share my story with people. This was just a quick uh, one hour panel on the conference that I gave and then I was back out to New York back to get all my stuff ready. I was living in a hotel for about 11 days because my stuff had all shipped already shipped down and my commander needed me to stay back and help with some property. So I spent 11 days in the hotel. My dog was with my parents, so it was a little bit easier. Needless to say, I was very excited when I finally got to leave New York and begin my, my journey to the south. I lived in Alabama before. I did a year and a half here in flight, when I was in flight school uh, back in 2015-2016, so I was familiar with the area. And Enterprise Alabama is not the most progressive area. It's not like Huntsville. Um, or Montgomery or any place else that that has a higher I want to say LGBT uh, tolerance at least so it's a lot I can't really be out and proud here without fear of uh, public attack or public confrontation so while I am here I am I'm going stealth and you can probably hear uh, helicopters and airplanes and stuff in the background, noise. I haven't soundproofed my, my basement yet, and Fort Rucker is an aviation school, so I live right under one of the corridors for, for all the helicopters that, uh, that are flying around. So the class I'm here for has about 60 students, all captains, and this is a milestone in our Army careers to allow us to continue to progress throughout the ranks. And the one thing I was most excited about about starting this class was that I would be in a group of new people who didn't know I was trans, who hadn't seen me physically go through this transition. And I do pass as a cis male uh, most of the time. The only thing that might get people is if they knew me prior or little mannerisms here and there. And there, I found out when I came here that there was about two other guys that I went to college with and a few other people who I had gone to previous schools with or was at my last unit. So they kind of knew me before, but because it is a large class, we don't really see each other that often. And nobody has specifically come up to me and addressed the fact that I have transitioned. So for me, I just haven't brought it up because that's not, like I said, that's not really who I am at work. I like to uh, go in and, and do my job or go 
go in and be a part of the class without bringing up all my personal issues. The only kind of hint at my past life, you could say, was the the fact that my old name still appears on computer access documents because my user account from Fort Drum still had my old name on it. And so I'm working here to delete my old account so I can get my new account down at this base. And it's been a, it's been a real pain because of the two different names. I still haven't managed to work through that yet. Um, but our class leader did see that name on a, on an account when he was trying to help me out and he hasn't said anything. And I'm, he told this one other guy who was supposed to help us with our computers and he just thought it was a, a typo or that there was another, um, Alex Hastings that happened to have the full name of Alexandra. So I kind of just swept that under the rug and continued on. One of the things I did do when I was down here was put myself up for the role of executive officer for our team. So the class is divided into four teams, and this is just for small group instruction, but your your executive officer, your EXO, is almost like a assistant uh, to the small group leader who is the, the captain who teaches the class. So it is the highest ranking out of the students. And I did this so that I would make myself more visible as a person. Because like when I said I'm introverted, you know, that's, uh, it's hard to make new friends when you go to a new place. So by forcing myself into a position of responsibility and that is viewable, I'm kind of forcing myself to, to go past my introverted ways and, and make some new friends. And that way, you know, if it does come out to everybody that, oh, hey, there's a, somebody who's transgender in our in our class, uh, I, I have already earned the respect from my position, from my peers. So it alleviates any potential conflict minimally. So this last month, I've also been searching for my next job in the military. This would be the final uh, duty station that I go to before I get out of the military. I do not plan to stay in longer than my requirement, uh, partially due to the atmosphere created by uh, the transgender ban. I know that some someday that will probably be lifted, but continuing on, in the military is not really what I what I want to do at this point. I'm going to get out and go back to school, uh, probably in film and video production, um, so that I can one day be a producer or director on uh, films, which is kind of the creative side I've always been hiding since my main focus with all my schooling has been to get me into the military. But I did get my, my next job, as well as one duty station, which is going to be in Germany. So after my six months down here at Rutger, I will be packing my bags and moving overseas uh, over to Grafenvier, Germany, in Bavaria. 
and I'll be over there for the next three years until I get out of the military. I was really excited about this because there's only a few jobs available in Germany and not being able to fly right now uh, because of my transgender uh, diagnosis, the gender dysphoria, uh, which has kept, kept me grounded. I needed to find something that would allow me to stay in aviation uh, just long enough to finish out my time here because usually if you're grounded for a long period of time, they look to rebranch you to something else. And switching over to infantry is is not really <laughs> my uh, my choice. So um, the job I have now will keep me, it's a non-flying position and it will keep me in aviation until I get finish out my time in service. So I'm going to be on a division level staff over in Germany. Um, it's a new experience. I've, I've been on staff before, but never to the this level. I mean, the person in charge of my staff is a one-star general. So that's a new experience I'm looking forward to. Um, just browsing Instagram and stuff, I do know that there is a larger population of transgender individuals in Germany. So while I'm over there, I'd love to to make some new friends and meet up with some people who are also transgender and and connect with the LGBT population in Europe. Uh, I'm taking these next three years as a kind of discounted travel experience. So on all my free time, I plan to be traveling throughout Europe. I'm going to go to France, Italy. Those are on the bucket list, uh, Belgium, and just see how far I can get when, you know, I don't have to take a plane over to Europe when I want to go and visit. All I have to do is hop on a train. So I've got three years to soak up as much cultural experience before I get out of the military and have, you know, reality and expenses, uh, enter into a into a factor for travel again my biggest fear in the army right now is still uh that chance for the random urinalysis uh when i finished my transition in the army i did not elect to do bottom surgery because of the time it would take for away from my job for recovery Every time you go to a new unit, you generally get have to do a 100% uh, drug test. Um, so if anybody has an experience doing this, uh, that would be some insights I would like to, to like to know how they how they manage to approach that topic with their chain of command and uh, come through successfully without too much embarrassment really coming off of it. I know a lot of people in the army are now doing bottom surgery. Um, I've seen it more and more in the Sparta Trans Facebook page, and that's uh, that's the Facebook page for everybody who is military and trans. Um, but if anybody who's ever been in the military knows about army doctors, is they're generally not the top surgeons in their field. They they came to the army to serve, which is commendable, but they they generally don't get the extra ex 
training and experience that a lot of the private practice surgeons get, and especially working on an area that's delicate like that, um, I'd rather have a highly specialized uh, person do that. So I'm waiting till I get after the military to, to finish out uh, my transition. So it is a slight bit of dysphoria for me uh, constantly to, not, to have not had bottom surgery. But I plan on doing that, or at least trying to get a consult within the first six months after I leave service, uh, which is another reason why I'm not extending my, my contract after uh, I finish out my time in Europe. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Diary of a Trans Man. Once again, my name is Alex Hastings, and you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, YouTube, Google, uh, Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever you feel like. Tune in next time for more Diary of a Trans Man.